All right, we are back. Block Party Podcast. I don't even know what episode it is anymore, but it's okay. It doesn't matter. Uh, Rigo, you're here. I'm here. We got some stuff to talk about today. Uh, first, I mean, as always, we got to start off with the sports. Uh, NBA playoffs start tomorrow. The playing game. Today's April 14th as of recording. Uh, the Western Conference play-in and Eastern Conference between, I don't even know, it's like Chicago and Miami, and then Minnesota and Oklahoma. I don't really give a crap about the play-in, so we'll see what happens. But I do want to give my my first-round takes um, on the current seeding. So I know, uh, I, guess I'll, I guess I can uh, give my opinion on the play-in, because whoever wins plays the one seed personally i mean all these teams are really bad so basically uh for context minnesota uh sucks they fumbled the game against the lakers the other night when they probably could have won they i think i think like i would say for the first like 40 minutes of the game i mean it's into the fourth quarter they were winning and then they just threw it away so i don't really trust them i mean shea on the thunder is pretty good I'll give it to, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, the Thunder, they got a young core. So maybe maybe they'll win. And then Miami versus Chicago. I don't know. I'll take Miami in that at home. But, uh, yeah, I know you haven't been watching a ton of games this season, Rigo. But basically, the West is really clumped with their teams. All the records are very similar. And then the East, it's, like, top three teams. And then it's just a drop-off. Uh, so... I'm gonna go really fast, like, like this. You know, snap of fingers. Fire. Yeah. Rapid fire. All right. So Nuggets. Let's say. Let's say one seed Nuggets. They play. Um, who do I take? I'll take. I'll take Oklahoma. Let's say Oklahoma wins. Um, I'll take probably Nuggets in. I don't know, man. That that Oklahoma team is scrappy. I'd say six Nuggets in six for sure. I mean, it's the one seed. They have the the two time MVP on their team, so. Probably Nuggets in six. And then 2-7, the Lakers sneaking into the playoffs. Boo! No, I'm just kidding. Um, That is a weird series because Memphis is still young, and then you have LeBron and Anthony Davis on the other, the other side. Um, so they could they could win. They, they could genuinely – they could either win in six. It's either team. So, um, I mean, I don't like either team as a Warrior fan. Oh, it's so weird. I don't know. I guess who would I rather play if I was being asked that question? Who would I rather play? Probably Memphis, to be honest, because we've beaten them before. And I think it's the first round is going to be really gritty. So they're just going to come out damaged. And they already they already are playing without their center, Steven Adams, who's pretty good. Um, kind of just is a terrible matchup for the Warriors so I'd probably I'm hoping Memphis comes out I'll say Memphis in seven um and then three six Kings Warriors I mean this one the Kings have the best offense in the NBA this season they are the like highest offensive rated team I think they like there they broke some records too I don't even know um but the problem is they don't have playoff experience. The Kings, this is our first playoff berth in 16 years. 16 years, a long time. Uh, so I would, I, I'm obviously going to go with the Warriors, but I people are saying six. I could see it in five. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Warriors in five. Yeah, Warriors in five. Um, then four, five. This one's a slugfest. Who's Kevin Durant? Because I don't know who, who Kevin Durant is. I, I wish I could tell you. I did not know who Kevin. Anyway, so Phoenix, number four, and then the Clippers at five. I don't know. This this one's the weirdest one. I think this one can definitely go either four games. I think one team's going to get swept or it's going seven. So because Kevin Durant is who Kevin Durant is, I'm going to take Phoenix in four. This is pro- This is a hot take. This is pro- it's probably going to be completely off, but if it doesn't go four, it's going seven. That's... I'm just throwing that out there. So we can come back to this in a couple weeks. I could, if I'm spot on, hey, that's good for me. That's good for me. But but, uh, yeah, this is definitely a hot take. So I'm taking Phoenix, Suns in full. Suns in full, baby. Let's go. Um, And then in the East, 
I mean, it's it's not even close. I I have Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee is the one seed. So Milwaukee beating Miami easily. I got Boston beating Atlanta easily. These are all four or five games. It's it's disgusting how good the East is right now. Um, and then Philadelphia winning that game against the uh, I think they're playing the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, that. That's definitely those are all so simple. And then I think the four or five is Cleveland and New York. And I think it's gonna be a slug fest. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna definitely take Cleveland. Um, but it's gonna go six or seven for sure. Um, and then we'll just kinda go from there. I don't know, man. This this playoffs is gonna be very interesting. I this entire season has been odd. And people like to say that every season. But like this season's You think this diff- one's different? Yeah, and the reason I think it's kind of different is because one with the Western Conference standings, like I've as long as I've been watching basketball, and that's like ten years now, they have n- never been this close with like standings. The fact that the three seed, I'm just using Kings Warriors as an example, because again, it's the West. They only won four more regular season games than the Warriors did. 48 and 34, I think is what it was, right? And then the Warriors were 44 and 38. That's, like, that's that's interesting. Whereas, like, if that's in the East, 48 is going to get you, well, okay, not this year. But, you know, normal years will get you a higher or a lower lower seed. Um, so it's just interesting. And then just with the East being as stacked as it, as it is, um, it's just it, this is anyone's game. This is really anyone's championship to take. Obviously, there's favorites like Milwaukee and Boston, but you know, um, that's that. That's that's go. my hot take. Uh, kind of pivoting though, uh, as some of you may know, uh, recently San Diego State uh, made a run in the NCAA tournament. Rigo, you want to give your perspective on that? I'm curious. Yeah, I mean. Uh... I'm not like the biggest basketball guy, maybe in the future, but um, definitely proud of SDSU, man. Uh, I mean, when was the last time they ever made a run like that? Never, 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 never so ever. Let me l- let me give some context. So basically, San Diego State is in the Mountain West Conference, which is kind of not that good. The you have you have the powerhouse conferences, so like the Pac-12, the ACC, the SEC, you know, you know Duke, Carolina, Kentucky, UCLA, like all these all these big schools. And then you have like the smaller conferences, uh, Mountain West, uh, West Coast Conference. Um, you know, some people say Big 10's pretty good. I don't know. I'm not again, I'm not a huge college guy either, but I keep up with it enough to know. Um, so the fact that we've been kind of secluded to the Mountain West Conference and we haven't been able to make a long run, it just, but this year was different. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, uh, the score was 67 to 59. They were playing UConn and I mean, I actually want to hear your thoughts on, on UConn. Like, I mean, I know you don't keep up with like college basketball as much, but I mean, what do you think they are as like a team? Like, are, were they pretty good? Were they? Well, okay. So I know that UConn, like they won in, in 2011 with Kemba Walker, who's like an NBA player. And I know that they've had a history of winning. I mean, as you probably saw during the game, they kept saying, oh, like, they're looking for their fifth championship, blah, 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 which is, this is a good amount in college basketball. So I wouldn't consider them a blue blood school, but they're definitely, like, they have a reputation for winning. So coming into the game, you know, you, you got to be on your A game. But, I mean, the fact that, like, uh, I, just being a student at SDSU, the same time. It's dope. It's a good feeling. Oh, man. I, we were at Viejas Arena uh, game day for the championship. And let me just tell you, it was awesome. Because here's the thing. You know, I always I always talk about being like a sports fan of other teams. And people who, who live in big cities like L.A., New York, San Francisco, Chicago, Miami, whatever. You know, you have your hometown team. And you have this sense of pride that rooting for your team brings, right? Whereas being from San Diego, we have the Padres, which is great because they're doing, like, this could be a great year for them, and last year was awesome. 
But besides the Padres, like, what professional sports team do we have? And, like, you know, people are like, oh, we have the Chargers. Well, they left. And in my opinion, this, this is my personal opinion. If a team leaves, I don't care if it's the owner, the organization, the players, blah, 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 blah. If the team gods, I disassociate with them. And so that means yeah. not the Chargers anymore, not the Clippers, not the Rockets, just any team that says, okay, we're leaving San Diego, I, I can't associate with them. So we have the Padres. Mm-hmm. That's it. So our professional sports team, air quotes, is the Aztecs. So one, being a student there is great. I like once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Two, being a, just a general San Diego sports fan, it was amazing to see the entire city come together to rally behind this group like the amount of city pride i had for like our sports teams at that like they showed the game at the padres stadium and everybody was cheering like in the final four against uh fau like oh man i saw i I was getting chills when i when i well obviously i was watching i watched the game live so i saw the saw the game winner well yeah because lamont butler hit a game winner and so you know, I was happy, but then I go back and watch the replays, and everybody's like, "Oh, look at the Padres game! Everybody's watching it on the jumbotron." Here's the game re- uh, game winner reaction, and the entire crowd is cheering. Like, dude, that's just that's, that's amazing, cool, man. man. I almost, I uh, let me tell this story really quick. I almost went to Houston for the Final Four because. You know, San Diego State wants to have fans there to support the team. So they sent out like an automated email to like all the, the students' emails and were like, hey, we are sending like 750 students to the game, but you have to fill out an application. And there's like, it was like 500 something get uh, like a $500 voucher and then you had to pay for everything else. And then like 150 something people got like free airfare and like the tickets as well so i applied and i got selected for the 500 hundred dollar voucher and so i was like looking at flights and stuff but it was still like 800 bucks there round round trip and then obviously like hotel for the weekend probably would have been like another grand because it was so it was literally like within two days i'm like dude i don't know if i can spend two thousand dollars on this trip so i ended up not going and but i was fine it's fine. I'm I'm glad things ended up the way they did, but you know it's a a cool little anecdote because you know SDSU student. So that's cool, man. Yeah, I was just telling you a little bit before we started filming. Uh, I I was at the gym and and I was like literally it was all eyes on the TV because they had the game on and uh, I had some guy uh, or I went up to one of the guys. And I was like, hey, what do you think about the team? Like, how have they been doing? Like, pretty much the the whole season they're like oh i don't know i just know they're from san diego and i'm supporting them exactly yep yeah this sdsu shirt i'm like do you even go to sdsu and he's like no i just want to support and i'm like wow like it's it's, i love that to see something like that so it's it's cool that's good yeah dude i just like this is this is a sign san diego is a sports team i think the the uh there's a rumor that uh, the Brooklyn Nets owner Joe Sai is gonna move the team to San Diego, and here's I was talking I was talking with a friend, like a the Nets? couple, the Nets, not the Knicks, the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. So he's a he's a majority owner, and he there was this was a couple years ago, but he was like, oh, I wanna I wanna bring the team to San Diego because he already owns the San Diego Goals, which is like the the hockey team, the minor league team or whatever, and then mm-hmm. uh, the lacrosse team. I don't, I don't know their name, but he's like the owner. Anywho, so I was talking, uh, I was talking with a friend, and here is the proposal. This is, this is my idea, right? You bring the Nets to San Diego, okay? You with me so far? Yeah. yeah. All right. Then, um, that that means there's going to be 17 teams in the West. And then, or sorry, 16 teams in the West and then 14 in the East. So then you up the league to 32 teams, an expansion, two teams in the East. Or, or uh, yeah, not two teams in the East. You give, uh, you move Minnesota, like one of those, we have a couple Western teams that are like pretty far East, like Minnesota is like I think the dividing line is the Mississippi River with like the conferences and whatever, but is it really a big deal? 
So I would move Minnesota to the east and then another team. That way, Seattle can get their team back, bring back the Supersonics, okay? And then give Vegas a team. Okay, that's not a bad idea. And then you kind of, because, and this part's not as important, but, you know, just for formality's sake, the divisions, because right now it's, obviously you have the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference, and then within that there's the Pacific Division, the Northwest Division, the Southeast Division, right? Mm -hmm. Then, because there's 32 teams in the league now, you can do divisions of four, eight divisions of four, four per conference. So you could have the uh, California Division. Obviously, one of those teams would get bumped because there's... Clippers, Lakers, Warriors, Kings. So maybe the San Diego team gets bumped. I don't know. Um, and then obviously like the Northwest. Uh, then you have, you know, the the Southwest, Southeast, whatever. You get what I'm saying. So you just like fix yeah. up the divisions. That way we get bigger markets and the team's bigger. You know, I think it'd be, it'd be very cool. Now that is some massive change and I doubt it'll ever happen. But... Man can dream. It's out there. It's out there. It's definitely out there. Yeah. Well, um, I kind of want to dive into something uh, I thought would be pretty fun. I know you're you're a pretty huge uh, basketball fan, and uh, you know uh, you were telling me you know like ninety percent of the the players that that play I'd say in basketball. I, I'd say I'm pretty knowledgeable. There you go. You're pretty knowledgeable. You know your stuff. And so, um, I compiled this. Uh, these five players randomly from uh, whatever team. And I actually got this idea from, from another podcast They're called makeshift podcast. They're, they're really great guys and shout out to them. But um, so these guys are from different teams, five different players. You're going to rank them, but you're going to rank them as they go. So I'm going to yeah. give you a name and you have to choose right then and there without knowing what the others are. <laughs> Where you're gonna put them on a scale of one to five? All right. One being the best, five being the worst. You ready? Yeah. Okay. I I have not heard these names, so I'm actually curious. Go. All right. All right. Go. 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 Uh, first one, Franz Wagner. Franz Wagner. Okay. So he plays Franz for Wagner. the Magic. Uh. Oh, this is so okay. <laughs> He's like good. He has he has like potential. He has potential. Okay. Okay. So he's he's like not an all star, but he's not a scrub either. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say four. I'm gonna put four? Franz at four. Uh, let's see where this goes. Because he, he's still young. He's still young. So he's definitely on the like the lower end. Definitely three, four, or five. I'm gonna go with four. All right, you have him on four. Cool. Yeah. All right, next one. Uh, Skyler Mays. Who? Let me see. That's what I have on my list right here. Let me pull about Skyler Mays. Does he play for the Jazz? For the Thunder? Or the Trailblazers? Oh, that five. I okay, yeah, five. It's not even a question, bro. Uh, we the Warriors played the the Trailblazers in the regular uh, end of regular season, and the only reason bro played thirty minutes is because everybody's out sitting. That's that's like a ten day contract kind of guy. Definitely like a five. That's the bottom of the barrel. Right, no chance this gets down. worse. No chance this gets. Okay, bro. All right, all right, all right. five for I told sure. You, they were random, bro. Like, okay. keep in mind, I don't watch any basketball, so I'm yeah, just yeah. like, all right, this guy plays for this team. Cool. I know exactly who you're talking um, about now. Yeah, Mike Conley. Oh yeah, good old Mike Conley. Um, he's a little bit old, so definitely not one or two. I'd probably put him at three only because he's still a valuable scorer, but his age just kind of limits his ability. If this was like 2015, he'd definitely be like two. But I'm gonna go Mike with three Conley, for now. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna go with Mike Conley at three. All right, this is this next decision is gonna decide your number one and number two. You ready? Yeah. All right. Um. Let's see. LeBron James. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just trolls you. <laughs> Steph Curry. Just kidding. Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas. Okay. Well. Okay. He's kind of like the who's same next? thing. I don't know who's next. Oh, dude. <laughs> well. 
I mean, this is kind of already shocked because I necessarily wouldn't take. What? Oh, jeez. Cam Thomas is. He's good. He's kind of on the same level as uh, Franz, but I would probably take Franz. So, like, if I had to, re I know I can't reorder this, but if I had to, I would probably be put. Uh, what well, I have? Let's talk, about this. Let's, let's talk about this after. I I actually have a plan for that. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I was just gonna say two then. He's good. Two? Yeah, he's shown flashes. All right, let's see. So uh, who's who's my number one? What are we talking about? Cam Thomas. Yeah. All right, Cam Thomas. So damn, you didn't put anybody number one. I uh, know. <laughs> so Dude. your number one pick is Jalen Williams. So that's your tier list. The, the Jalen <laughs> Williams, as in like the guy who plays for the Thunder, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's bro. your that's your botched uh, little ranking. Hey, so you know what? It was it's definitely not as bad as I thought. You know what? Okay. If I had what to reorder it, it was it fun? The very this is a very interesting concept because like you don't know who you're gonna get next. So, number one, Jalen Williams. Yeah. Number two, Cam Thomas. Number three, Mike Conley. Number four, Franz Wagner or Franz Wagner. Number five, Skylar Mays. Yeah. The Ooh. only problem, yeah, so this list is actually not that bad. I definitely would bump Franz to, I would probably switch Franz and Jalen Williams. Definitely so swap. Jalen would be number four and then Franz would be number one? Yeah. Well, okay. Conley. Okay, here, here's what I would do. I would take Franz one for sure. It's not even close. Because quite honestly, because he was first, I thought it was like going to get better and then maybe like one worse. But it was just, these are just a whole lot of role players. So I'd probably definitely take Franz first. Okay. Would you keep Cam Thomas at number two? <sighs> That's the thing. He's really streaky. So like on some nights, yeah, I would. On other nights, like I wouldn't. So I would probably just for like... Just to play it safe, I'd probably take Conley second. And so then second, okay. definitely Cam Thomas and then Jaylee Williams and then Skyler Mace. That's my final order. Okay, so Franz first. Or Franz, sorry. Franz first. Second. Uh, What was your second? Mike Conley. Mike Conley, okay. Then Cam. Mike. Then Cam. And then Jalen Williams. And then... Okay. And then keep Skylar Mays last. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, I thought this was pretty cool, especially since, like, you know, a lot of thinking goes towards these type of, uh, like, I guess, like rankings when when you're when you're giving like specific players, but it's a whole different ball game when you don't know who's next. Yeah. No, I definitely kind of just went off, um, kind of like eye test. You know, the the old noggin. See if I. Yeah. Remember Are you proud with the original one that you made or no? I mean, it wasn't that bad. Like I saw, the, I saw the example that you like were going off of. That one was terrible. That one was that. One that was, was bad. a bad list, yeah. But obviously, like you don't know, so it doesn't. In the end, yeah. it doesn't really matter. But you know what? Mine, mine wasn't too bad. So he put Steph Curry at number three, huh? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ain't no way. That's number one. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Anywho, um, yeah, I would do that again. I definitely want to do yeah. like tier lists and stuff. So yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll, we'll plan you, that in the future. You know what? We're gonna do a tier list today, but first, before we get to this tier list, uh, okay. I have it. Um, okay. I want to get your opinions. I, I, we usually like to talk about new movies as they come out, and I just cannot not talk about the Mario movie. So, Mario movie. Two other movies, one's coming out, and then one came out already. Okay. That, like, I know it... we're diving into Mario. But Which, what are we say, Yeah. Uh, what's it called? So it's interesting how they're, the lineup of movies that are coming out right now. So John Wick came out. Have you seen that yet? That was interesting. Yeah, I've I, I seen John Wick 4. Dude, I've been trying to go see that for weeks, and I haven't seen it yet. Well, let's, let's go see it. Let's go see it. I'm down. So John Wick 4 came out then Mario, and then we got Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So this is going to be like a... It, it's a pretty interesting time for... I will for, say the last two months have been kind of 
I wouldn't say stacked, but they've been full. Because February, yeah. you had Ant-Man, you had Shazam, you had... Or Shazam was this month. Um, or last month. Did we see Shazam together? No, we did not. I think I watched Shazam know. alone. Yeah, I don't remember. But I did see Shazam. And then Scream. And then John Wick, Creed. Oh, I saw uh, Creed. Creed was good. I liked Creed. Um, you know, just all these movies. Mario. It's been yeah. it's, it's good. It's good last couple of months. I'll give it to him. Um, so but Mario. yeah, yes. I'll, your opinion first. I'm curious. I think the cast was good. I think honestly, I think they they chose a really like good like cast selection for this movie. I think Chris Pratt did a really good job. Uh, portraying Mario, it's it's funny because they had the actor for Mario in the movie. Uh, yeah, we didn't I, play Mario. He. My prediction. What's well, sorry? What were you saying? Well, I was just gonna say like the fact that I don't know if you remember when the movie was first announced. Everyone's like, "What? Chris Pratt's playing Mario?" Oh, yeah. And I like, I didn't really care at the time. I mean, I, I probably got swept up in the crowd. I was like, okay, this is a little bit weird. But the more I thought about it, and this is like, this has been my take for the last couple of months. Like, I don't know if anybody saw the Lego movie, but Chris Pratt did a great job, like voice acting that. Well, who did he play in the first one, or which one? He's Emmett. He's the main character, he Chris was Pratt. Emmett in the first one. In the Lego movie one and two. I didn't know that was Chris Pratt. Okay, you have wow. to go back and watch it because yeah, uh, go. those are good movies. Um. But yeah, so I was like, all right, you know, he could he could do pretty good. And then I like actually watched the movie, and I'm glad that they got the like the accent thing kind of out of the way, because mm-hmm. it it made total sense. I'm like, all right, yeah, because yeah. you know they're from Brooklyn, so they're Americans, so they're just gonna have American accents, and then the the Italian accents kind of just for show. Um, so you know, I, I I liked it, and I thought, I mean, Jack Black as Bowser was. Oh, that was phenomenal. That ten was... out of ten. I don't think yeah. you could have chose anyone better. Um, and I thought uh, Peach, voice actor, was Anya Joy she... Taylor. Yeah, Anya Taylor Joy. She was good too. Taylor Joy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. Seth like... Rogen did good. Okay, you know what? Seth Rogen I, I is. Liked it. I liked it. You hear Donkey Kong laugh, and I'm like, bro, I can't. Because he's got that. Well, ah, 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 like, I can't even replicate it, bro. Well, look at the movies he's been in. It's because we already associate... It, it's the whole thing with, like, like a movie like Superbad, okay? And it's funny because Seth Rogen's also in that movie. We look at McLovin. We look at him any other movie. We can't see anybody but McLovin. Yeah. It, it's like one of those things where we're like, okay, we're going to hear Seth Rogen's voice. We're going to hear, like, his laugh. But we're going to associate it with these other things. Like, it's hard to see him as Donkey Kong. I think he did a good job. That's me personally. But, I mean... Uh, Charlie Day did good too. I yes. think he did. He played really. I think he did a little bit better than Chris Pratt. For, I would agree with that. Luigi. Yeah, I would agree I, with that. I think the voice. I think the voice acting uh, was was better than Chris Pratt's. I think he fit Luigi uh, pretty well. Um, it was a very fast paced movie. Yes. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have complained if they made us wait another year. For another like half hour to an hour of the movie, yeah, I I, I would have appreciated like a two hour. Two but that's not to knock movie. the movie itself. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not to knock the movie. The okay. movie was great. I I enjoyed it. I feel like the critics were too harsh because like, oh, where's the plot development? Where's yeah, the character no. development? So, it was a love letter to the fans, it. and that's all that matters. I like the fact that they didn't go into plot development. Like I like yeah, how no, like, like an example, fine. like when when like you know how in parts of the well, I'm not gonna actually spoil it. No, I can't like spoil it. But you know, I think it was good because it's a, it's a family based movie. So, Definitely, I mean, like if you really... if you haven't seen the movie yet, just go in with zero expectations and mm-hmm. like just say okay, this is a, like Mario. Like I've played Mario Kart. That's all you need. If you've played Mario Kart, that is literally all you need to enjoy. Oh, was, the the little parts where they had Mario Kart, that was cool. Oh, that was literally my... Uh, I, I, okay, give me your favorite Easter egg, and if it's a... Like, if you don't like any spoilers, you can skip this part. But, you know, without, like, spoiling it too much, do you have a favorite Easter egg? Because I have two. They had a lot. Um... What was the game that he was playing on uh, 
he, he was playing Kid Icarus. I did like that uh, when he was in his room. I don't know if you remember that. I don't. I didn't notice that. I didn't. I I know he was playing video yeah, games, but I, I, I didn't. Thought, I thought that was pretty cool. He was playing when when after like the whole like dinner table. With yeah, I remember when he was doing that, but I didn't pay attention to what game he was playing. He was playing Kid I I personally liked that one because it was. Uh, I I like Kid Icarus. That was one of my favorite games. Hey, and I played I, I played Pit and Smash, so I'm not complaining. It was cool, and and another one I liked how they snuck this one in. They snuck Pauline in, and if you don't know who that is, she's the. Uh, she was the the girl from Donkey Kong, so she's the one that that was kidnapped by Donkey Kong, and they made her a, a news reporter in the in the movie. Really interesting. They they snuck like I look at those very little ones, but because there were so many Easter eggs, those are like really the only ones. I'll give you, I'll give you my two actually two yeah. and a half. Okay. Uh, the first one really quick. I think they should have Diddy Kong should have been. I was like literally like where's Diddy Kong? Where's Diddy Kong? And then uh. Cranky Kong was like, that means you, Diddy Kong. And he's like, aw. And I was like, hey, let's go. But I think they should have got him in the movie a little bit more. Um, but it's fine. He was in there. So that's all that matters. And then uh, the other kind of smaller one was when Luigi uh, gets a call on his phone. You know what it was? What, what was it? It was the GameCube boot up. That's what that was? Yes. I was like, let's go. Game, bro. <laughs> Dude, it was, I, I can't even replicate it, but you know what? It cuts like the dust. It's like, like, that's what it was. I didn't know that's what that was. Yep. And then um, my favorite, because the whole Rainbow Road scene was my favorite. Obviously, this is in the trailer, so this isn't a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just loved the entire Rainbow Road scene. Uh, but the my favorite Easter egg, uh, for anybody who has played Mario Kart. There's oh, where he all, drives off? And takes the shortcut. Yeah, yep. that's... Because in, that. in Rainbow Road, there's a shortcut where if you fall off the track, you can catch the track below you. Um, and as soon as he did that, I was like... I just yeah. I just got all warm inside. It just chills, man. I was like, let's go. This is this is amazing. So I'd definitely say Ooh, those dude. are... It was it was action packed, man. It was it was fun. I thought the action scenes were cool. I thought it, it's a fun movie. That's what it was meant yep. to be. It was meant to be nothing more but a fun movie, and that's what I I love about it. It's funny how they had a uh, the one of the Key and Peele guys play Toad. I thought that was yeah. I thought that was pretty. Uh, who was a Key? Yeah. Yeah. I forget I get I forget what his full name is, but the cast was great. The the plot was it was fast paced. I mean, here's the thing: there is no like necessarily plot. Like, I mean, it was kind of just like a, a typical Mario game, but instead of Peach getting kidnapped, it's Luigi, which isn't even out of character for yeah, and Luigi. That's also not a spoiler. Like you could see that in the trailers. Yeah, but um, I mean, yeah. Other than that, I thought it was good. I thought, oh, the soundtracks. Oh, the soundtracks. It was good. Were really good. Yep. Yeah. Especially thought, at the. Oh, I can't say. Ah, oh, at the end. At the end, when you know. That was, that was good. I like just, how they did the little like Peach's music video. Yeah, Jack it's going viral. Really yeah. Um, the only thing I didn't like really about the movie was the random clips of like songs that they would play. Like they would play like like rant like um let me let me give you an example. They would put like a rock song in there, like a re- like a really famous Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't think it fit well. That I I yeah, I I didn't mind it, but I could see why you didn't like it. Definitely. I think they should have just kept going with the with the little like just like games. original Mario stuff. I'm mad they didn't do the underground music one. They, they did do that. No, they didn't. Which part? Oh wait, no, I can't. We can't. <laughs> yeah, you. They did. No, I don't. Like, are you talking to like dun 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 dun? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was in there. I didn't hear it. It was it was Bowser. Like. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that was in there. I didn't. You're right. When he was playing it on the was he? Is it when he was playing it on the piano? Yeah. I, okay, that that was the scene. Okay, cool. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, yeah, we're we're getting a little too deep into the movie, but one. Yes. Good. Yes, definitely. I give it like a nine five out of ten. I give it an eight. An eight. Oh, that's kind of low. No, it's not low. I, eight eight and a half. The reason I give it a nine five is because if I gave it a ten, people would be like, "Why'd you give it a 10 dude? That movie was not perfect." And I'm like. Because I well, like Mario. Why'd you give it a nine and a half? I mean, here's the thing. I like Mario too. I love Mario. I love Nintendo. But there's like, here's the thing. I'm comparing it to like it, other Stop comparing it. Stop comparing no, it. You have to if you're uh-uh. a movie. Nope. You do. Nope. 
I disagree. I'll die on this. How am I gonna, how am I gonna rate John Wick three then? Um, if I'm gonna compare, it how to are you gonna John compare Wick John Wick three to Mario? <laughs> what? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm telling you, like, how am I gonna rate John Wick three? If I haven't seen John Wick two or one, like, I could see John Wick one. What am I gonna compare it to? Well, then rate Mario two in comparison to Mario one when it comes out. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Which kind of, kind, kind of leads me to my, uh, my next point that I actually want to talk about. Um, okay. In an interview, Chris Pratt kind of said this as a joke, especially because, you know, he's part of the MCU. But he's like, yeah, well, this is going to be the NCU, the Nintendo Cinematic Universe. But just think how easy they're going to make a new they're going to make another Mario film. Because I don't know if we said this already, but Mario has already surpassed as the highest grossing animation film of all time. So a second one is inevitable. Um, but all they have to do is get the Mario franchise. Zelda franchise, Star Fox, Whew. I would be also first in line to a Star Fox movie. Oh my goodness. Um, Pokemon, so here's the thing, the one, Pokemon is the, the one franchise that is a little bit weird because Pokemon is so popular that we sometimes disassociate Pokemon with Nintendo. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get like it's Nintendo and then it's Pokemon, so Pokemon I would be made itself a brand like that because it's so popular. Yeah, I mean you can say the same thing about Mario. I guess no, because Mario like, is more Mario's like the mascot kind of exactly. So yeah. it would be interesting to see if, let's say, hypothetically speaking, they make a Legend of Zelda movie with an Ill Illumination and then these other franchises. If they did a Pokemon animated movie. Would they do it through illumination? And all they have to do, I don't even know. I don't even know what they would do, quite frankly. But it's got to have Lucario, it's got to have Pikachu, and then it's got to have Pokemon Trainer, aka Red. Those those three big characters, because those are the three main Super Smash Bros. characters. And then once all that's done, they do Super Smash Bros. That would that's, be that that's a billion dollar film. Yeah, that is a, a, a hands-down billion-dollar film. That'll make so. a lot of money. That'll surpass even Mario right now. Oh, dude, that would be... That, that's my, like, inner child. Just it's, it's, it's what the fans mm. want, you know? Like, that is exactly... I would... Oh, that would be awesome. Mostly Legend of Zelda and Star Fox. I think those would be amazing. I think that's a good, I think that's a good vision. I like the creative vision they took as well with Super Mario. I thought it was good. Yeah, no, it was great. Yeah. I mean, again, I had no, no problems with the film. That's why... I, I'd give it a 9.5, but I can't give it a 10 because then people would say, why'd you give it a 10? Anywho, um, here's here's my tier list for you. We are going to rank the top, let's say top five gaming consoles of all time. How about that? Okay. Of all time. So I'll give you like 30 seconds to think about it. Well, I this is just off the dome. We had okay. no prep. You didn't even know I was going to ask you this. So Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I'm just going to go top five gaming consoles. I'll give you mine. Ready? It's it's very simple. At number five. Uh, you know what? Can we... Can we kind of generalize? I'm going to make some rules on the spot. We're going to generalize. So I'm just going to say... Well, okay. I was... I do want to just say Xbox and then like all the Playstations. But I get some are superior. So here you go. You ready? At number five is the Nintendo GameCube Okay. for two reasons. Number one, it has the greatest Nintendo game of all time, Super Smash Bros. Melee, and that's all you need to know. There's other games like Wind Waker, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, uh, Coliseum, Pokemon Coliseum. Those are all well, great games. Their controllers are still used today. Exactly. I don't think... You can name a controller that is as popular as the Nintendo GameCube controller, so I'll give it number five. But there's a ton of there's a ton of flaws there. So, okay. um, number four, PlayStation Two. Oh man, you're gonna do this? <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not even gonna respond to that. I'm just gonna keep on going. That's your number four. That's my number four because, and the reason is again. All lists are subjective. I actually never played or never owned a PlayStation 2. But I have very fond memories 
of going to my cousin's house and playing uh, Nicktoons Unite. So I I just have to put it as far as nostalgic purposes go, and it's in that era of like consoles that are retro enough that it's I can't even describe it very well, but you know how like retro gaming just hits different. Yeah, I get what you mean. It's, it's like the nostalgia. Yeah. I yeah, that's that's where I have uh, the PlayStation Two. All right, number three, um, the Nintendo DS. Okay. Number three. Um. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it. No, 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 no. I'm gonna put that at two. I'll, I'm gonna change it up really quick. Again, I'm. Okay. This is like I'm just on the fly. I'm gonna put the Nintendo Wii at number three. Okay. Because when that when that console launched in 2007, I think it like sold like more consoles than any other previous console before. Obviously, that's changed with the new consoles. Um, yeah. But dude, just loading up. The fact that it's base game, Wii Sports, is one of the most popular games of all time, and it's just so iconic and recognizable, should speak for itself. Yeah. But, I mean, you had Super Smash Bros. Brawl, you had uh, Mario Kart 7, and the fact that it could go backwards compatible with um, with GameCube games as well was huge. Um, and I just spent many years of my childhood waking up to play on the Nintendo Wii. So I'd have that at number three. Number two is kind of for the same reason, uh, the Nintendo DS. Uh, I'll be a little bit quick with this one because kind of the same things. Nintendo DS games, backwards compatible with Game Boy games, and it's portable. For any child under the age of 12, sign me up. Um, and especially like as a big Pokemon fan, having access to Heart Cold Soul Silver, Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, just all the most iconic and nostalgic Pokemon games. Can't ask for anything better. I also have Heart Cold Soul Silver in my top three games of all time. So there's that. Number one, uh, number one I'm going to have to give it to the Xbox One. Not the 360, wow. Wow. but the, X- the Xbox One. And here's why. That is a hot take. This is a hot take. I didn't own a 360, but I did have a bunch of friends who did, so I did get to play it. But owning an Xbox One and living, or not living, but playing through Prime Fortnite, as someone who would take a computer, like a PC, over a console 10 out of 10 times, just having the memory of of t- booting up the Xbox, hopping into an Xbox party, and starting up Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> I, dude, there was nothing greater than that. That was the best time I had ever had gaming. Now, again, I'm talking more so about a, a game than a console, so I'll kind of bring it back a bit. Um, the Just other games in general. I mean, most of the games you would play on any other console were also on the Xbox One, so that was fine. But just having a controller in my hand and being able to talk into a microphone with the headset and just being on a like a genuine gaming console i don't think i've ever had like more fun gaming than i did during the three or four years i had an xbox one so that's my top five i leave it to you it's okay. your turn now do i have to rank them based off what you gave me or do i just think nope. of the top five just okay. good top five number five huh. Damn, bro. <laughs> Number five, I'll do the GameCube as well. I think, actually, no, no, I'll do oh, GameCube damn. number four. Played GameCube number four. Okay, what's five? Just then? Because number five is the hmm, the Xbox three hundred and sixty. Okay, I, I had a lot of memories, old Call of Duties stuff like that. Nothing beats their party chat. Yes. That's the number five. Number four, what I say, GameCube? Yeah, GameCube at four. Switch those. Switch those. GameCube number five. Okay. Uh, three, this, this might go all over the place. Number three is the DS. Because I I remember I remember being younger and 
always like hiding it under my pillow and then my dad would barge in and I was Facts. like it's the easiest thing yeah. to just put away you're spitting so that's number three and then for the reason that you stated this is where okay number two is the Wii I it just looks like two. my list bro no 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 I'm gonna switch it up uh, no pun intended so number two is the Wii okay well I know your freaking number one is yeah. <laughs> number two is the Wii because uh, I mean I grew up playing the Wii and it has some of the best like games like Wii Sports, like for example. Yeah. You know, it even it even had Smash Brawl. Like I yes. remember playing Smash Brawl. Uh the reason I don't have the GameCube higher is because I mean Smash Melee was really the only thing I played on it. Yeah, I agree. That's why I have it lower. The the amount of titles on it that are good. Like you have the three. You have Melee, uh Wind Waker, and then occasionally like again i said coliseum but other people might swap that in but after that i can't really think of any games on the the gamecube that were like really really good yeah i might change the ds to the dsi i like the dsi better well that's the same thing yeah but that's that's just me number one's a switch i think i think the nintendo switch is the best console to ever come out why because because it's a console that well, it has like all these Nintendo games, obviously that like like Mario Kart, Mario Party, um, uh, Breath of the Wild, all these type of games. You can even play Pokemon on it. Yeah, it's also built like it, it has something that we pretty much like never really like a new concept with the docking station, and you could take it wherever you go. That brings two elements: the portability, portability yeah. and the the stationary. So if you want to play with your family and friends, cool. I'll I'll invite them over. I'll bring this whole thing. That's a great point. Over to their house. That's a if great I want point. To bring this to school. I'm gonna play it by myself. I can still play Smash. I can still use the same controllers, just either like this or like this. It's still gonna be like the same thing, but I can bring it wherever I want, or I could have it stationary and streamed on a screen. That's something that none of these had. And it's a very, and I see the Switch is going to be like, I think the Switch is the future of gaming, to be honest. Other than PC, excluding PC. PC, you can do whatever the hell you want, like laptops, all that stuff. But for gaming consoles, it's something that they're going to take advantage of building like on top of. What I mean by that is they're going to, they're going to release like pretty much crazy, crazy, crazy ideas and crazy, crazy, crazy games on it. Like Splatoon. Like Splatoon can definitely be like a like an eSports, all this type game if they really wanted it to be. And it's also a recreational game. I, I see that the Switch can be a thing that caters to both the competitive and the recreational. And it's bringing it onto this portable or stationary. It, it just, the compatibility is insane. Well, Okay, I have a couple questions. I will yeah. start off with my the to your point as far as like compatibility goes. They already have the the uh, the Pokemon uh, VGC like the video game championships like alongside mm-hmm. like the trading card games. So there's they already have like competitive yeah. stuff. So they definitely well, can do it with other console. games. I, I, I think they're not going to come out with another console for the next like ten. You, okay, yes. yeah, so this is my question. When do you think the life cycle ends? Because this is the reason I have not gotten a Switch. Because I personally, dude, it came out in 2017, right? For Sun and Moon? No, it was on the 3DS. So maybe, what, 2018, 2019? Um, like, the life cycle's got to end within the next couple years, right? Two or three years max, maybe? Yeah. I mean, no, I don't think two, three years. I think at least five to seven. Like, at least. At least. If it, Nintendo knows if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's true. That's, 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 that's the one company that knows that. They built the Wii. All right, cool. We'll build something better. The Wii U. All right. We're going to do something that's going to even top that. And the difference between the Wii U and the Switch, it's night and day, dude. So I I think that the Switch is going to stay, like, for a really, really, really long time. I think they might make a, a, like, maybe, like, they might do, like, an Xbox, like, one to an Xbox Series X type Switch. But it's, it's, overall, it's the same console. It's just better. You know, like, it's the same UI. That makes sense. 
That makes I sense. I think they're gonna do that. I don't think they're gonna come out with a whole new console for the next like till till we're in like our thirties. All right. To be honest, that's a valid point, especially with the Xbox. That makes sense. All right, I can dig uh, it. Uh, did I put PS2 on that list? Because I might nope. take one out for the PS2. Uh, I will take out. I will take out the Wii for the PS2. You had Wii at three. I had Wii at three. I'll... Actually, no. I'll keep. I'll. I'll. I'll take PS2 out of this top five. I'll. I'll take. Actually, no. Your honorable PS2 mention. Yeah, no, GameCube's honorable mention. Uh, okay. PS2 is going to be number five because Star Wars Battlefront 2 and Battlefront 1. I love the controller on the PS2. PS2 did I have a great controller. Memories, I had memories of my cousin playing on it. It had one of the best startup sounds. Yes. Uh, I, I just feel like the PS2 was ahead of its time at, at that time, you know, like... Yeah. I don't think the Xbox, like whatever the the original Xbox, competed with the PS2. Like they, I think they tried to, or the PS2 came out afterwards. But I think the PS2 is just like if you didn't have it, you weren't like you weren't in the loop. Like, yeah, you were missing. Out. I I think with consoles now, if I don't have a PS5, I'm not missing out. If I don't have an Xbox One, I'm not missing out. With the PS2, if you didn't have that, you're not you're not doing peak gaming. Like, you're not, like, you're not enjoying what they had at the moment. You know, like, Battlefront 2, Battlefront 1, my favorite, one of, like, top five favorite games of all time. And just the fact that it's just, like, the split-screening, the, that's when split-screening was fun, too. Like, now, like, you that. can imagine it because of, of all that stuff. But that, that that's my list. That's my list. Uh, all right, I'll give you I'll give you one comment and then uh, we'll finish up. But uh, as far as the PS2 goes, you know it was a great game, and I feel like it's heavily underrated. Ratchet and Clank. Oh, that was a good game. That was a good game. Love that game. You had great exclusives. Anywho, uh, yeah, so that'll be it for today, I believe. Um, I know our schedule has been weird, um, but you know we'll 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 get them up when we can. Follow yeah. us on all socials. You'll find us on Spotify, Apple Music, and then you can watch the VOD on YouTube. Um, yeah, so thanks for watching, everybody, and we'll uh, see you guys on the next episode.